Hello and welcome to another episode of Pictures Without Pictures. I am here and Reese is also here and everybody is here and we're going to talk about Pokemon Mewtwo Strikes Back Evolution. Not the original one, not not no, not the one that the wallpaper engine is based on. Um, there were no new wallpaper engine ones for the new one. But it is this movie, but they remade it in 3D. I'm so good at introductions. Reese, how are you? I'm good. How are you, friend? I am off the ball because I've been playing Assassin's Creed Valhalla for the last three hours and then I was like, oh shit, i got to get a podcast ready. <laughs> I've been sleeping. <laughs> so, has not been, been doing much better. I hope everyone is ready for a stellar podcast. <laughs> um, no, it'll be great. We'll have, we'll, we'll have good times. We'll talk about heartbreak and devastatingly uh, heartbreaking moments within our happy uh, young adult anime films. <laughs> Hi. Um, so yeah, I I never I guess we should talk about history of Pokemon because I never um, watched the movie the original. Uh, the whole point of this is that you have seen the original, but I have not. Um, so we're both watching the remake version, and I get to say what it's like from my perspective as someone who's um, watching it for the first time, and you get to see what it's like from the perspective of someone who knows what the original one looks like. Uh, or what the original movie was like, full stop. Um, so that's cool, I think. And I have a lot of questions for you about that as well. Um, but I, I kind of like the the 3D uh, animation art style. I know it gets I a lot of hate. Hmm? Sorry about that. <coughs> oh, I didn't even know you were going. I was just rambling to myself. Then. <laughs> oh, I, I did see Van for a minute. <laughs> oh, I didn't even hear you. Um, no worries, no worries. I was just talking about how we're doing the thing where I've seen it... Um, just the remake and you've seen the original and the remake now so that we can kind of compare on that um but i i was saying uh we should talk about our history of pokemon in that um when i was a kid i never really got to watch the pokemon anime um it was always on like either a channel we didn't have or it was on at the wrong time or something so the rare time that i got to see pokemon was like a treat uh so i i've never been hugely into anime but i am hugely into the games and i'm I, I love the Pokemon world, and I thought, you know, maybe I won't watch through the anime, but I'll start with the films. So this was a cool thing uh, for me personally to have watched. And I I won't spoil the entire podcast, but I think it was a pretty good film. Reese. Yeah. I enjoyed it. He enjoyed it. Okay, that's a podcast, everyone. <laughs> I'm going back to Assassin's Creed for Halloween. <laughs> <Alan. laughs> no, I'm joking. Um, but yeah, what did you think of the new animation style as opposed to the original one? Um, well, the original was like the traditional 2D animation, yeah. which when you, when you watch as much anime as we have, it, it does all look very, very samey. Yeah. So it was very refreshing and very good to see something like that look like that and look very unique, whilst also still maintaining the designs of everything, like the the keeping it like as close to the original as possible, and they look oh, amazing. Man. Okay, Molly. Sorry. <laughs> That's fine. Wait, that. No, I'm doing it, Molly. Molly, I'm doing a podcast. <laughs> um, if you hear random background noise, Molly's watching a movie. So, what movie is Molly watching? We should do that on pictures. Uh, what What's the movie called, Molly? Red. It's called Red. Red. Never heard of it. It's a DC movie, I think. There you go. Oh. Very different to what we're talking about right now. <laughs> We're well, talking. Like, Alright, Molly. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
But yeah, I'm I. Sorry, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. It's fine, Molly. It's fine, but I've completely lost my train of thought. This podcast got more interesting, if anything. It immediately got more interesting. Yes. <laughs> Finally, it's not just two dudes talking about movies. <laughs> There's a random third disembodied voice coming from my mic. <laughs> <laughs> Who have you kidnapped? God damn it. Um, I've kidnapped no one. She's here willingly. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway. Um, yeah, and uh, so I, I played the games uh, when I was a kid, and uh, I I always thought Mewtwo was really cool. When I caught my first Mewtwo, I called him Mayuri after a Bleach character, because I was like, oh, he was made of science. Uh, Mayuri yeah. is a, kind of a mad scientist in Bleach, but it doesn't really fit now that I know more about both of those worlds. Um, but I always thought Mewtwo was pretty cool. I didn't realise how much of a villain he was going to be in this movie. He's totally a villain! For like 99% yeah. of a movie. Um, so there's that. Um, so I wanted to ask you if a film opens in the same way as the original one does. See... I don't, I'm not. I don't remember too well because I watched this. I watched this film when I was very young. Mm. Um, but I do remember a lot of like the major sort of plot points and stuff, and a lot of it, as far as I can remember, is very similar okay. to how it plays out, um, including like a lot of like the visual details as well. Yeah. Um, but I'm pretty sure for the most part the setup is relatively similar, except from all of the Mewtwo stuff at the beginning. Yes, that's what I'm I was pretty asking, sure but... that's not. I'm pretty sure that's not in the original. You don't see Mew until like when he when he shows up at the very yeah. sort of end as well. It just so. seems a bit random how suddenly he's joined Team Rocket and they've put all of this armor on him and all of this kind of random stuff. Mm. I was like, was this it was really strange part of the original? I I like it had this vibe to me of like something that they added on at the start to maybe try and sell another toy <laughs> if we're gonna get cynical about it. Maybe, but like I feel like it was just trying to be like. Trying to make it more relevant in the in the sort of world, yeah, I, I think, guess. with like Team Rocket being a thing, because Team Rocket, aside from obviously the the usual suspects popping up in the uh, movie, um, that's all you see of Team Rocket. You don't see anything else outside of that. Mm. Um, Mewtwo's just kind of like he just kind of shows up. Um, I, I think there's like some at least some like context stuff at the beginning for it, but yeah. That's about it. Well, I can tell you that whatever the original movie did with Mewtwo, it's a damn sight more story than he has in Pokemon Red, where some dude's just like, oh, hey, you had a champion? All right, I'll let you go in this cave now. By the way, there's a really powerful legendary Pokemon in there. Go catch it. <laughs> That's about the extent of the story. Um, oh, actually, no, it's not, because you've got all the stuff in the mansion about Mewtwo, haven't you? And how he's... But still, that's like you have to go out your way to figure it out and add it all together. I don't know. Um, it's been a while since I've played the game. But, but... But yeah, um, so I thought I thought the new three D style was very cute. Um, I liked it. I liked it a lot. And like you said, all the Pokemon still have like they're still Mewtwo still looks like Mewtwo. They didn't do anything weird there. Um, but the the Mecha Mewtwo thing especially just felt weird. Like it had no dramatic pacing. Like the movie was yeah. just like, okay, start, go, 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 then this, then this, then this, then this, then this, then this, then this. By the way, Ash Ketchum. <laughs> it was like, <Yeah>. whoa, <laughs> slow down. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's it's weird as well. Like I feel like a lot of the the intro stuff, um, uh, when he's like battling everyone and stuff, there was like little references here and there I noticed as well. 
Mm. Um, they reference red and blue, um, as in the characters. Obviously, they're sort of typical names of red and blue. Yeah. Um, but there's like there's moments where you sort of see their characters when they're doing like all the battles and stuff with Mewtwo. Huh. Um, there's a little, little reference like that, which I thought yeah. was cool. Oh yeah, because when he's with um, Team Rocket, don't they? Um, uh, they bring people into. Battle. Oh, I think I think yeah, you see blue, don't you? Although I thought it was mm, Gary. You see red as fair. well. You see red as well. Interesting. But I think well, I think Gary Oak and blue are very similar looking. Uh, yeah. Or supposed to be. I think I think Gary Oak's supposed to be based on blue. Yeah, he is. Um, yeah. Thing is, I haven't really watched much of the anime, so I don't know if red and blue even exist in that universe, or if they even really bother having a coherent universe. I don't think so, because I think obviously. Blue obviously was transformed into Gary, and then red yeah, is supposed exactly. to be Ash. So, but they're red, just red like crappier are, versions. <laughs> red and blue are like faceless versions, almost. Yeah. Um, they're kind of just the template. <laughs> uh, but yeah. So I saw this movie a week ago now, so I don't necessarily remember everything beat by beat. But I do like that my fourth mm. note is just "fuck yeah, Bulbasaur." <laughs> so <laughs> I'm assuming we see a Bulbasaur somewhere towards the beginning. Uh, that'll be when Ash has battle with that random dude. That oh, turns okay, up. He's yeah. like, "You're you're that dude. Let's battle." Yeah, he's like, "Hey, I'm a random dude. Let's do a Pokemon battle." And Ash is like, "Hell yeah! This is the way my life works. Every day is Pretty an adventure." Much. And his friends are like, "Oh, Ash." You couldn't even right. set the table, you lazy boy, but now you're doing a Pokemon battle. Uh, <laughs> um, the Ho-Oh, obviously a reference to the first episode of the anime, I do know that much. Yeah. Um, that's another thing that I was wondering if that was in the original movie. Um, but it's, it's, it's kind of weird that they use a Ho-Oh with a camera collar. Like, mm. I know that, I think the second Pokemon movie is about Ho-Oh, but that just raises all sorts of questions, like have Team Rocket tamed Ho-Oh? Have they captured Ho-Oh? Does this make sense if you know the no, events No, I think movie? it's just Mewtwo who's done his, done his thing. And oh, sorry, like... not Team Rocket. Yeah, I meant Mewtwo. Mm. Like I said, my head's all over the place. I've been at Viking for the last three hours. Um, <laughs> but it's, it's, I don't know, but it just struck me as weird and it never comes up again as well. It's like, oh, okay, there's Ho-Oh with the camera collar. Uh, but maybe that's just what I get for jumping into the first movie without watching the anime or knowing anything about it. I'm just wondering how much fan service there is and how much they change from the original movie. Um, but yeah. Um, I mean, there's 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 a lot of general sort of fan service stuff in there for like the games and stuff. Like a lot of parts in it do feel like very much like, like gamey almost. Mm. Like the, especially right at the beginning, there's a shot where um, where Mewtwo like blows up that like sort of uh, science place. Yes. Um, and then, like, there's that weird shot of, like, you see, um, obviously, the leader of Team Rocket. I forget what his name is. Because I know he does actually have a name. Giovanni, that's it. Um, and then, like, there's that zoom through all the smoke and stuff. And then YouTube's just sort of there. But it pans around, makes it, like, it's just going to pan around to a third person camera. And then you're just going to take control. It's like, <laughs> yeah, I guess. That's really weird. Like, it felt like they're very much like, all right, you're in a game now. Yeah. And it's like, oh, okay, interesting. Like, oh, you get to be Mewtwo and you just go on a fucking rampage. <laughs> <laughs> I would buy that game. <laughs> that would be fun, yeah. Um, yeah, that would be great. I mean, it kind of reminds me of... Um, was it the Dragon Quest movie, Your Story, where it starts looking mm. like the game and like how it boots up and stuff? Or am I thinking of something yeah, yeah, else? Yeah, yeah, I know there That's was... That's exactly a... how it starts, yeah. Because it, was... it's literally... The intro of that movie is the exact same as the intro of the game. Yeah. Like, it pulls directly from it. It's brilliant. 
and um, I know that one of the Pokemon animated short series on YouTube, not the one I was talking about last time, but a, a new one. Oh wait, no, it is the one I was talking about last time. Um, it does start off like it's the beginning of Pokemon Red, and then it just kind of becomes like... I think it's the opening cinematic for maybe Pokemon mm. Leaf Green and Fire Red, and then like it yeah. transitions from like pixels to like full like animation, and it's like, whoa, look at this, it's, it's Pokemon doing things fighting and stuff okay nurse joy is missing oh dang that was what i put so obviously i'm at the point in the movie where they've had their picnic they've had their fight they've had their invitation and they've run all the way to is yeah. that i forget what i keep wanting to call it slateport city but that's in Hoenn. um i always forget what the city the dockside city is called I uh, it should be named after a color because that's how kanto works but yeah i just don't remember I think the island that Mewtwo blows up is Cinnabar Island, right? Most likely, yes. That sounds right. Poker trivia, everyone. <laughs> um, also, how did you feel about Brock in this movie? Um, I mean, it's Brock. Like, She's so pretty. <laughs> that's pretty much how he is in the in the anime. So <laughs> yeah, it just feels weirder in this movie for some reason. It, it's done like more dramatically for sure. Yeah. Um, like there is there is a bit more of a like a like a I don't know I don't know what the word is for it, but um, yeah, it's it's done a lot more dramatically in this one, but mainly just because I think the animation style is different, so there's yeah. more freedom to do more with it. Um, <laughs> she's so pretty and free D <laughs> I yeah, like that much. they used his uh, his um, simping as a plot mechanic because he's like whoa she's so pretty and we're like oh that's Nurse Joy he's like oh yeah and then later on when we see Nurse Joy he's like whoa she's so pretty but wait does that mean and it's like Brock that doesn't mean anything you think everyone who walks and talks and isn't a male is pretty <laughs> um by the way just to point this out you've typoed Pokemon in the uh oh no in what? the uh in the title what have I called it I can't find it what is it <laughs> tell me what have I done in, in in where it says Pokemon yeah but I can't see it I'll have to bring up my stream you could, oh, you I thought you just like edit it on the on the thing. When it's in Streamlabs, up. it's minimized somewhere. What have I called it? What have I called it? Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. I want to update that. Can you update that midstream? <laughs> I've never done that. Oh yes, yes you can. You can. Yes. Oh, I see what you mean. Stuff it splits it up. Okay. If you change it, it like breaks it up and stuff. Oh, there you go. so it now it's two different pods, <laughs> is it? <laughs> No, 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 no. If, if, if I mean, because uh, you can change like what you're streaming, so it will say like it, it'll be like in parts and be like oh, this and this. Oh, okay. Sometimes it does that if it detects it. It doesn't always do that though. Gotcha. Oh, can you tell I'm on the ball today? Twitch. Twitch is a bit weird with that stuff. Mm. You know, outside of the random DMCA stuff. But <laughs> that's not. We're not going to get into that. <laughs> um, I also put that if I was Ash, uh, because uh, Team Rocket arrive in the boat, don't they, in their disguises. Um, mm -hmm. To be like, hey, we can take you to the to the island or whatever. That is that is very much from the anime. Like yeah. they were like, they they pretty much were just like, we just want to make stuff from the anime as well and yeah. make it like canonical in the anime. I've um, seen like maybe ten episodes of the anime, so I'm aware of a little bit of how it works. But but mm -hmm. yeah, I was just like, if 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 I was Ash, 
I would not trust anyone with pink or blue hair. Like yeah. <laughs> at this point, it, it's yeah, it's just a running gag where they just turn up in a random costume to try steal their Pokemon. I wonder if it's a popular fan theory that Nurse Joy is secretly um, Jessie because <laughs> she's got pink hair. Uh, no, Jessie's hair is a lot darker. Have you ever seen? But have you ever seen Jessie and Nurse Joy in the same location? Yeah. Their names both begin with a J. Have I uncovered a grand conspiracy here? No, shut up. Maybe, maybe Nurse Joy is just a ditto trying to be Jesse. <laughs> anyway, let's move on from that bad bit. Uh, Mew is adorable. Uh, did you notice how adorable Mew, Mew was? Mew is adorable. Mew. <laughs> I love him. Mew is adorable. Like the the entire time, like he's just being playful as well. Yeah. I just wanted to grab him and hug him. Like, he's, he's, he's so cute. And this is like half of the uh, whole point of Pokemon, right? Is look how cute they are. But I mean, look how cute yeah. they are, though. Like I know, Pikachu they're all as well. adorable. I... Pikachu, I think Pikachu is like the reason I love this movie so much in this <laughs> one, for sure. Yeah. The fact that he says Pika every time he runs is Pika. amazing to me. <laughs> it's like, Pika, Pika, Pika. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because I was like, uh, you know, Pikachu, he's cute and all, but he's 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 very mainstream, and, like, this was a few years ago. It's like, he's, he's kind of mainstream, he's kind of overdone. I'm not sure I care about Pikachu. And then they started making the games 3D, and I was like... Dude, Pikachu's really fucking cute, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> he is just a round thing. He's just a round tail. ball of small cuddleable. Um... <laughs> Um, I got very invested in the fates of all of these Pokemon in this movie. We'll find it out yeah. as... I, I just took a glance at my notes as I scrolled down and there's lots of capital letters. Um, <laughs> I have a question for you though. So they arrive at, at Mewtwo's... Uh, well, it's not really an island, is it? It's more of like a oil rig turned citadel yeah. thing. Um, yeah. Why Pokemon does, Palace, I believe it's called. Why does he need sewers? I don't know. Do Pokemon That poop? was a bit weird. That was a bit weird. Do Pokemon poo? He's a single Pokemon with a single assistant. Do they need an entire sewer system? For the unless it was unless unless he was trying unless he had some issues sort of do it dealing with the cloning process and there were rejects. Oh, now that's an interesting lore explanation. That I guarantee is not why sewers exist. <laughs> yeah, it would be well. cool though. Get some, get I, know, some I know that's not the reason, but... in there. Grimer. Mm. I don't know Grimer. what Grimer sounds like. But... Well, Grimer is like the smaller one. Muck is the big one. Muck. <laughs> one of my favourite things about yeah, that... the anime is that they just say their names. Instead of doing yeah, the Pokemon yeah, yeah. cries in the games, they just yeah. say their names. I think Blastoise oh, is my favourite just because he's just like, Blastoise. Dude, I have notes about that. Actually, my very next note is just Blastoise in big capital letters. <laughs> That made me chuckle so much. I like how um, I think the Pokemon just interacting with one another is pretty fun, though. Yeah. Because um, that whole the, the part where they actually uh, get there and like all the various Pokemon and stuff. Mhm. And they're all adorable. Suck. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, I fucking love Bulbasaur so much. He's the best. Mm. Um, so <laughs> whenever I saw him in a movie, I was like. Um, that's a slight approximation. I have a Bulbasaur plush on my bed. He's winking. He's called Cabbage. He's a very good boy. So I get happy when I see Bulbasaurs. 
Um, and then obviously we also got Venusaur in there too. Venusaur's fine. Venusaur's okay. They don't look so cute when they grow up though, do they? Mm. Um, it's like a big doofy frog. <laughs> I do like the way he runs as like a big doofy frog as well, at least in the mm. games. Um, uh, I like how they used Gyrodos and Hyperbeam to showcase Mewtwo's strength because Gyrodos and Hyperbeam famously overpowered. Um, yeah. And it's like, oh my god, if Mewtwo can even just deflect Hyperbeam? Wow! His power mm. level must be off the charts! <laughs> Mm. He he's such like a Dragon Ball Z character yeah. too. Yeah, like he's... they were just like they were just like what if, and like I I guarantee like them create like the the guys at Pokemon making Mewtwo were just like, what if more anime? <laughs> I honestly wouldn't be surprised if when they were designing Mewtwo, they took inspiration from Dragon Ball because it was popular yeah. at the time. Um, He's definitely got that that feel of him of like that kind of character, like very shonen yeah. kind of character. Yeah, exactly. Um, I liked when uh, when Team Rocket reached a cloning center, and mm. um, that I that I remember very well from the original. Actually, that's a very yeah. similar sort of scene. Um, yeah. Oh yeah, that's something I was going to ask you. Does Mewtwo have a citadel in the original? Because I saw I the don't famous remember scene. Specifically. And it looked but like it I, re- was in I remember there is some sort of I, I remember there is some sort of like area that he's in like a citadel or something but I, I don't know if it looks exactly the same as that or looks like anything close yeah I swear the original scene where Ash gets spoiler turned to stone happens in like an underground cavern or something if I remember because I did watch that once by itself yeah I was curious I, um, I forget specifically I'll, I'm gonna have to go back and like double check but I yeah. I don't remember it too much. I remember a lot of the actions and stuff. Like I remember the staircase really well, and I remember the weird eye uh, pokeballs. <laughs> oh god, um, yeah, they're creepy. But yeah. Um, but yeah, like I was saying, I like when Team Rocket gets there and Meowth gets her hair plucked, and um, <laughs> I thought it was just really cute when he showed up on the screen, and they were like, "Who's that Who's Pokemon? That Pokemon, yeah, it's Meowth." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Oh, that's cute." <laughs> Little throwback to the advertising break. Yeah, I just I just love stuff like that. It's just like little 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 bits here and there. Oh, I need to re. I need to continue my watch through of Indigo League. Meowth, like 10 can I just say, Meowth in this one sounded a lot more Bostonian. I was gonna say the voices like, for Team Rocket sounded like he was from Boston. Mm, the team, the voices for Team Rocket specifically sounded different to what I remember. They um, are. They, I think all the voice actors were different. Um, hmm. They were all very different, um, but I think they did a good job. Honestly, they, they were clearly trying to recapture like around the simple sort of similar voice yeah. of those characters, and I think the voices fit the characters fine. So yeah, it, it wasn't really like a taking me out of it kind of situation. I think it was quite good. Mm. That reminds me, I'm gonna try watching the anime in Japanese if they have it on Netflix and mm. see if I prefer it subbed because it's just always been available dubbed because it's so big here it's just like a mainstream thing yeah um, but, it, it's just but I will say the, the yeah I was, I was gonna say the voice actor for Ash did sound female mm. as well which I think was interesting because that's something they do a lot in Japan is uh, for like a younger male character they use a female voice actor mm. uh, it's just been done a lot in um, a lot of things like for instance Bart Simpson's a female character uh, female character yeah. a female voice actor and then like yeah, if you really want to get like crazy about it back in Shakespearean days they would use wait am I getting this right they would use girls for for, for, for the parts of young boys or something yeah I, I, I remember that being yeah. a thing um, 
Um, that's that's the thing they did. Um, they they reference stuff like that if you if you ever watch um, uh, what's it called uh, Phantom of the Opera because hmm. that's based in that's based in I think it's like 18th century or something 19th century I can't remember. Um, but like they, they they do a lot of play because obviously it's about an opera house and one of the characters ends up playing a, a male, hmm. a young boy, and that's so, and she's a woman. So yeah, so that's definitely that's definitely something that's done for sure. Yeah. Um, so the next note of mine is all in capital letters do you remember when Meowth not Meowth, do you remember when Mewtwo uh, was talking about Pikachu and he was like he's pathetic I was like mm. don't call Pikachu pathetic <laughs> 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 how dare you <laughs> I got very invested uh, just just, just so rude um, but I also I like how the clone Pokemon had like tattoos on them so that you could differentiate them but it's just like it yeah. kind of made me wish that I could give my Pokemon yeah, yeah, yeah. sick tats <laughs> in my like sort of. That was game. something that was in the. Yeah, that was something that was done in the original as well. Oh really? Um, I remember that quite well from that. I wouldn't be. Oh, wouldn't it be cool if they gave out like? Because nowadays in Pokemon you can have different forms of the same Pokemon. Like for instance, in for instance in the Pokedex. Instead of just going up and down, you can also go left and right if a particular Pokemon has different forms, like a Galarian form or mm. something like that. They sh- that was some- one of my favourite things they added um, mm. in because it was Sun and Moon. They started adding that, didn't they? Yeah, that was one of my favourite things they added because it, it well, made it so much more interesting. It might have started in X and Y, but just like as so you can see the Mega Evolution when you go left and right and stuff like that. But like, mm. uh, for instance, nowadays it's not just like regional based either. Like you, they recently did an event which I believe is still claimable, um, where you can. Uh, get I think it's a total of eight different uh, Pikachu's all wearing one of Ash's hats from each region yeah. he went to because uh, he had a different hat for each region. Um, I think I still need to claim the last two of those, so I better get on that. Um, but yeah, stuff like that. So I think it'd be really cool if they did like an event where they gave out like a variant of like Blastoise with his tattoos and stuff. That'd be really cool. But I guess if they were ever going to do that, they would have done that when this movie came out and they didn't yeah, do that. Yeah, that came out. This one came out last year, so. Yeah. I wonder if they'll remake more Pokemon movies. Because. I mean, it depends. It, it all depends on the success, honestly, doesn't it? Yeah, I, I guess mean, so. I know this Pokemon, received a lot Pokemon of has a Pokemon as a franchise has more money than God, so. <laughs> yes, they do. Um. But I know this got a lot of flack, but then that was just on Twitter. I don't know what the actual critical reception was. I just know a lot of people are like, oh, you'll never recapture the spirit of the original. Oh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> you haven't even seen it yet. Give it a chance. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, <laughs> yeah, sorry, that stuff makes me angry. <laughs> yeah, um, it, it does, because it's, it, it's... I mean, for one, people are trying to do something interesting with a story that's already been told. Mm, it's not um, like they're just re-releasing it. it with like HD version of the exactly. original animation. It's like they're actually, you know, trying something new, new art style and it's, all that. They're to- they're talking as if three D animation is easy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. and it is easier than the two D animation that the original was. Yeah. Based I on. mean, to be fair, this yeah. is no Pixar like, but still, it's. Oh, it looks amazing, though. <laughs> yeah, it does. I think it looks very good. Yeah. And the Pokemon look fantastic in it. Yeah, I mean, Bulbasaur, dude, Mew. Really? Pikachu, they're so cute. I want to hug them. Anyway, um, <laughs> welcome to the <laughs> the podcast episode where we just uh, um, what's the word? I don't want to say simp. <laughs> Get out of my head, you stupid meme language. Um, where we just uh, gush about Pokemon. That's basically what this was language, an excuse for. But people do genuinely use that as an insult. As an insult. So. 
Mm. Oh well. Um, I don't like how they referred to, or was it Mewtwo? He referred to Bulbasaur, uh, Squirtle, and Charmander as the free Pokemon that anyone can get. Excuse yeah. you. <laughs> Have you tried getting every starter Pokemon? I mean, nowadays it's easier because of Wonder Trade and stuff, but, like, back in the day... I think you was, that was more of a reference to the anime. I know, but, like, <laughs> <laughs> they're literally not out in the wild at all. Like, come on, they're, they're rare. Yeah, Shut yeah. up. Because <laughs> in, the, in the anime, like, those are the three Pokemon, like, you get to choose from. Yeah. But then... But the, the, the plot of the anime is that... He, uh, for some reason, Professor Oak doesn't have them, but he has a Pikachu, which then he gives to Ash. Yeah. He's like, well, I have a Pikachu. You can have that instead. <laughs> yeah. You you almost sounded like um, Aaron Hansen's Professor Oak voice, where he's just like an old man. He's confused. He doesn't. Oh, I have Pikachu. <laughs> uh, love that grump. Um. Oh, I hate when I write notes and then I forget the context for them because apparently I had flashbacks to Game of Thrones during the Charizard fight, but I don't remember why. Oh, because it was two Charizards up in the clouds. Because, yeah, because they were flying around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that was that was cool. So, I mean, I'm kind of skipping over the plot because all of my notes were very reactionary. I need to start thinking outside of notes at some point in this podcast. But, like, I don't know, we get to the point where... Mewtwo's like, oh, he, he captures all the Pokemon, doesn't he? And then he makes clones out of them. Um, and then all the clone Pokemon are like, oh, and they're like walking out and they're being all foreboding and Venusaur and Blastoise. It's like, oh, what are these Pokemon? Do you like my rendition of the film? I think it's better than the actual film. It's a good synopsis. Thanks. Um, so yeah, that, that that's what we skipped over there. And then, um, and then Ash saves them. And then they all very politely, I must say, they very politely walk out onto the courtyard uh, into their respective areas of the original Pokemon and then the clone Pokemon, don't they? Mm. Um, I did like how, uh, as well, how dedicated Ash was to saving Pikachu from the ball. Like, I skipped over that as well, but, like, he literally just yeah. dives into that shoot, not knowing where it will lead. And I was just, like, rooting him for him the entire time. Like, yes, Ash, get him! As <laughs> Save that Pikachu! That's something he does in the in the original as well. Yeah, it's a very similar sort of thing where he dives down the thing. Yeah. Oh, I love I love it. Um, <laughs> although Missy and Brock just kind of like the next time we see them, they just stood outside. So I'm wondering mm. what went through their minds. Like, well, I guess Ash just fucking died. All right, no. Well, mind. he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> Foreshadowing. Um, I think one of the things that always bothered me when I was a kid as well, like specifically with Misty and Brock, is they're gym leaders. Why are they wandering yeah. around? Yeah, it's a bit weird, isn't it? <laughs> it always bothered you. me as a kid. It's like, they're gym leaders, what are they doing? Now? I'll join you on your Pokemon journey. And then, like, cut to uh, everyone trying to get into the gym and it's just closed because the gym leader's pissed off. It's like, <laughs> oh, well, I guess no one else can continue their Pokemon journey now. Although, like, isn't it meant to be like there's like hundreds of gyms in Kanto, but like, it's just like. Those are the ones that Ash visits, are the ones that you see in the game, or something like that. I, 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 I don't know, I can't remember. I don't know how it works. Um, there's a whole lot of things about the Pokemon universe that if you think too hard about it becomes like... Wait, what? Wait, I mean, wait. he's perpetually ten. Ash, so. Ash what's, what's in those burgers? <laughs> what are you... What are you eating? <laughs> um, anyway. Forest meat. <laughs> no! Um, this just reminds me of um, uh, an old... Uh, animated that Aaron did back, back along 
used to do an awesome series, which mm. basically just parodies. Oh, yeah, of yeah, various yeah. Things. I've seen some just of those. Pokemon. Uh-huh. I mean, uh, Venusaur. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron Hansen's getting a lot of mileage on our podcast today. He should, he should pay us for, for, He's a good for grump. the... He's a good grump. He should pay us, given how much um, exposure we're giving him right now for free. I, d- I think... I know, right? Like, you know... <laughs> Dude. Any compensation. <laughs> this podcast is is sponsored by Grump. <laughs> hey, he's Grump, and he's the sponsor. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, I I thought it was weird that Meowth recognizes that a Pokemon strength comes from it the heart. Team Rocket Meowth. Mm-hmm. Uh, hello, Meowth. That's right. <laughs> what did Team Rocket do again? They try and steal Pokemon. So why does why does Meowth? Can I just say, going back a little bit when we talk about Team Rocket, um, they they kind of half-assed, half-assed their whole little um, intro to themselves, and I was kind of disappointed. I'm not gonna lie, because <laughs> I wanted them to do the full spiel. Yeah, because they could, because they kind of did it like when they were in the uh, Lapras uh, boat. Yeah, and I then they were just like, uh, yeah, trouble, make it double, haha. And I'm like, no, do it properly. <laughs> Do they do it properly in the original? Do you remember? Or... I I think so. That's just the thing they did, though. Like it was, mm. it was always like a gimmick. It was the, it, their whole gimmick was they would turn up in a costume for for a bit, and then when their cover was blown or when they would reveal themselves, they'd do that whole thing. Like, they, like, they, they just they'd stand heroically up on a cliff high <laughs> above them or something while doing it while Rose while uh, uh, James holding a rose and yeah. <laughs> Um, but but yeah, um, I I'm I'm confused as to why Team Rocket Meowth understands. Although to be fair, after I saw the end of a movie and I realised that Mewtwo wiped everyone's brains, a bit of brains, everyone's memories uh, of what just happened. Um, maybe maybe t- Team Rocket were learning stuff in that movie, but then it got wiped from their memories and they became villains yeah. again afterwards. But I was like, wait, of all of of all the characters you could have to be being like. Well, actually, a Pokemon's strength comes from the heart. <laughs> like, mm. that, that was weird. Um, um, and then I liked when James said, <laughs> "We, we, wait, I wrote this note wrong. What? We told. I think that's maybe told. We told others to prepare for trouble, but I wasn't prepared for this. Or we tell others to prepare. Yeah. yeah. Good lord, guys. I'm sorry. I don't think this is my best podcast episode. I can't even speak." I keep uh, tripping over my notes. Understanding my notes, I'm uh, not in a game. I'm not in a game right now. It's really. A, That's sorry. not very Pokemon of you, I must say. <laughs> That's not very Ultra Ball of you. Um, <laughs> That's not very Quick Ball. <laughs> Quick, use a Max Revive on him. Um, anyway, so we got to the part of the movie where all of the Pokemon are fighting each other. And it's very sad. Oh, I hate that part so much. <laughs> Because I know what follows as well, yeah. so I was tensed. Because I was like, "No, I hate this. Stop it!" And they were just like, <laughs> like they're headbutting each other and their tail slapping each other, and yeah. and then it gets really sad because it just goes on and on, and they get tireder and tireder. Can I can I just say what what I really like about that is like a lot of them were just like like things headbutting each other and then it cuts to like the scythers and they're having like a full on like sword fighting <laughs> duel and I'm like oh right. shit I was like fuck the others I want to see this duel <laughs> this looks amazing 
<laughs> like it was the most like anime out of all more because everyone else just headbutt each other and then it was just like <laughs> I mean he cut to the Gyarados and it's just like slap tail slap <laughs> and then like they just look at each other for a bit and then tail slap <laughs> yeah well to be fair they did capture the essence of like when you see two really big animals in the wild fighting where they kind of like they're locking horns and stuff and like they yeah they're just kind of pushing heads for a bit and then they do another move so um going back a little bit i just wanted to point out as well one of, one of the main sort of parts of the move that i remember was the spiral staircase mm. part yeah um, the helix he running up it yeah that i remember quite well from the original um that was a point where i was like when i was watching it, that was a point where i was like man they really like did a lot of work like to kind of recapture a lot of the original stuff mm. and obviously where he's running up and then he electrocutes all the balls to make them drop and then he keeps running yeah and he's yeah. like <laughs> he's running out of breath and then yeah. <laughs> and he runs out of breath and yeah yeah the movie does yeah, a really great. good job of making you like be like no go on you can do it go on yeah <laughs> even though you know what's about to happen no carry on you're really rooting for them mm. um Speaking of Pikachu, though, the Pikachu slap fight out of all of them was the saddest. It wasn't really a fight, it was just one Pikachu was taking it and the other one was just slapping him. <laughs> yeah. I was like, no, stop! Protect oh, it was that. so upsetting. And, and, and the Pikachu who's slapping him doesn't even look like he's having a good time either. He's just yeah. like, I've got to win! I've got to win! And it, no, we're friends with both Pikachus, you don't have to hit me! It's like, no. Oh, I mean, Pikachu, going more seriously though, Pikachu is like a case study in how you can build a character around something that just says one word, because it's all yeah. about expression and emotion and action yeah. and, and interaction really well with other characters as well, yeah, like and how, they, how they're reacting to certain things and, mm. and, and just like, like idle stuff as well, like one of the things I love to do in, in when, when I used to watch the anime as well when I was younger was watching the background Pokemon and Pikachu has by far always been the most animated one, just doing random shit in the background. <laughs> yeah. um, and a good example of that in this film was uh, when they got the invitation mm. and he was holding the little thing at the bottom and he was like wiggling it around and like playing with it and stuff. <laughs> like he wasn't the focus of the shot, he was just at the bottom but like you could just see him like wiggling it around, like looking yeah. at it and be like, oh, what's this? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's. Uh, you can tell they they definitely put the most amount of effort into him. Um, yeah, but that doesn't mean that the others aren't also like loved and For sure. more shown and stuff. But like, obviously, Pikachu's the mascot, so obviously yeah. he gets a bit more love. But yeah. it's like how Tracer gets all those skins in Overwatch. Yeah. <laughs> um, my next note is just no in capital letters. So we've reached yeah. that part of the movie. <laughs> God. Uh... Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, why, why I love like the lead up to that by the way it's just me just sort of turns up and it's like and then just starts having a good time <laughs> what's that? oh Mew. Mew Mew just sort of turns up at that point and then Ash's like oh hello yeah like, I was just like oh Mew's and then makes another bubble and they're just sort of bouncing around just having a great time yeah like, Mew is adorable but this is the worst possible time and then Mew too is like no don't you see we have to fight <laughs> nihilism <laughs> Oh no, it's last week's podcast all over again. Um, For the fucking destructive this game. That's not even the right move, but that's about all I know about Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was interesting just how much danger Ash is in. Like, Oh yeah. Like, damn, that gets it really, that's That's something that's really well done in this one, because it's, it's kind of like, you know, because of the animation style and everything in the original, it's kind of like, oh, I guess he's in danger, but like... 
you know, it's, I'm in it's danger. Not going. But in, in this one, they're like, yeah, Ash could like die right now. <laughs> yeah. It's it's like, I'll go off on your adventure with Pokemon. Don't worry, though, Pokemon don't harm humans. Which I always thought was weird because it's like, well, then why am I not allowed to go into the tall grass without a Pokemon? What's going to happen to me? Um, mm-hmm. It's like, ah, they, they just fight each other. They don't fight humans. Um, by the way, Ash fucking dies. <laughs> yeah, he just straight up fucking dies for like three minutes. Yeah. And it's like, oh, damn. So that scene always gets me. Yeah. Um, and it got me even more this time. Because Pikachu was crying, and <laughs> they hurt my boy, and I couldn't stand for that. I was literally well, like, was... I was watching it. I was literally watching it last Pika- night, and I was just Pika- curled up on my chair. And I was upset. <laughs> I was not happy. I was not okay. I was also not happy. I was also upset. I also had emotions and feelings, and I was like, "What have I done? You tried to warn me. You, I did. You tried... I, tried to I even warn knew you. about this scene, but like, I was like, it'll be fine." It was not fine. It's so much worse in this one. Because, like, he, they, they animate his tears and stuff, and there's just a full body yeah. shot of him looking down at Ash, and then... Yeah. And then he tries to wake him up. Pika pee Pika they, <laughs> they, they, that, that stuff they did pull very well as well, because the part where he's trying to electrocute him in his own, he gets more and more tired, like, as he's trying yeah, to do it. Yeah, God, it's so but, like, sad. he keeps doing it. Yeah. Um, that's, yeah. that's something they... That exact... They, like, the shots and stuff they used for that was very similar to what they did in the anime as well. Well, like, I, it zoomed out to, like, the spectators, and, like, you can still hear him, like, trying. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so sad. Um... <laughs> But yeah, that's a very famous scene. Like I said, I've seen mm. it. It was posted on Facebook once, and I just watched through it, and I was like, oh, damn. Um, and uh, I think they recreated it very well here. Like like you said, yeah. it's almost more effective. Uh, <laughs> Pokemon used Heartbreak. It's super effective. Um, and then all of the tears uh, of all of the Pokemon brought him back to life. And Reese, Yay. my tears helped too. <laughs> <laughs> my eyes were legitimately watery during that scene. I was like, no, "Yeah, take my tears." <laughs> oh. I don't care if it doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's Pokemon, isn't it? Yeah, it, it's Pokemon. Um, and they're they're talking about like the whole theme of the movie is that power comes from love, not from genetics. Um, mm. and that's like the moment where it's like, well, yeah, like. They have the power to use a max restore on Ash. <laughs> um, and then Mewtwo's just like, huh, guess I was wrong. Okay, bye! <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, no, he, he says that famous quote, which I've seen so many times, I pretty much know it off by a head, where he says, um, because I haven't even written it down, but he says something along the lines of, I see now that it's not the circumstances of your birth that determines who you are, it's what you do with the gift of life, or something like that. Um, yeah, that's pretty much bomb. Yeah, and... Uh, that's one of the that's like one of the most shared quotes I think on Facebook.com. <laughs> yes. But I mean it's a good I mean, quote. It's, so. it's good, but it's good if not overused. Um, yeah. But like taking away from that it, it taking away from that whole like Facebook part of that though. <laughs> yeah. It's it, one of the things that does bother me is there's there is there is that cynical sort of side to these kind of things. Um with when, with regards to uh, how often it's posted or said or used or whatever. And it's like, yeah, you may have heard it a hundred times, but it still means the same thing. That's the thing, right? Like, um, I've noticed it's people, very cynical. Have, 
people have started to say, oh, here comes the Miyamoto quote whenever a game's delayed. But it's like, yeah, fucker, it's still true. <laughs> it yeah, doesn't matter exactly. that it's happening a lot. <laughs> it, it's such a satirical way of looking at things, for sure. And it doesn't matter if you've heard it once or a thousand times, it still is the same thing. It still means as much as it did the first time. Yeah. Um, that's why I like idealisms. Ideal, idealisms. Idiot, idiots, idiot. What's the word? Idiot. I don't. I know the word, idiotism? but I don't know how to say the version of it. Is it idiotism or something Idi- like that? I don't know. Idi- I can put it in Idi- the chat. I don't know, but idiotism. I think it's idiotisms. But like, I, I just like them because they're they're. It's like very simple ways of looking at something, mm. and it like, and you understand it. Like it's, it, it's a very simple way of being like this, but this, and it's like okay. You know, it's a perfect it, it's a perfect way of like just language in general and how language is a very powerful thing words I, and all that stuff I can kind of link this back to Assassin's Creed Valhalla in a way Hooray. Um, there was some lore it, was, it wasn't in the Valhalla part of the game to be fair it was in the modern setting but there was some lore about um, Desmond and all that and how he was talking about that if it doesn't entirely fit into what we're talking about but he was saying if you if you are raised under a belief um, and it just gets drilled into you. You don't really have the chance to learn it for yourself. Um, so, like, it's important to... How do I tie this back to what we're saying? It's important to n- realise that, like, saying the same thing over and over is important, but, like, you kind of have to... If you just do the same one over and over, I guess it gets stale, and that's probably where the cynicism comes from, if yeah. you know what I mean. I don't know, I think that's a counterpoint to what you're saying. It's like the whole, oh, I haven't heard that one before. Yeah. Eye roll, you know. But it's like, then you watch the movie and you see Ash get turned to, to, to like, sparkly parts. They didn't do the full-on grey stone this time around. They they just gave, no. they just made him sparkly. Um, but... Yeah, like I wish she to. But yeah, then you watch the movie and the message sinks in that much more. So I think, even though it's a really potent message, when it does just get taken out by itself and posted around Facebook every week, people mm. kind of fail to see the the greater I, I think, context. Yeah. I think yeah, exactly. I think the idea is context in that it, it's like it's it's like a moral of the story kind of deal, you know? Like these things out of context don't work unless there's a story attached to them. Yeah. You can say them over and over and over, but when there's nothing attaching to it, to almost like an example to be to make the person go, Oh yeah, I guess that okay, now I understand. Mm. Whereas if someone's saying it over and over it's like, alright, whatever. I should like, it, I've had this before. What are you on about? Yeah, I should mention very quickly as well for anyone who might misunderstand the the Desmond thing. That's not a spoiler. It's just an audio recording of something he said years ago. Um, because I've had that thing before where someone said something that isn't a spoiler, but I didn't have the full context of the story, so I was waiting the entire mm. time for something to happen that would never happen. I was like, oh, yeah. I misunderstood the twist, and I spent the entire story See, waiting for something to happen. <laughs> this is one of the things we've said about spoilers is I don't mind too much as long as I don't as long as I have the, as long as I have the context to learn it. Yeah. Like I still got to learn the context of the spoiler. Mm. It's like saying, "Oh, this character dies." It's like, okay, well, fair enough, great. But <laughs> you know, I don't know the context, so I'm still going to watch it. <laughs> yeah, I think my favorite thing about Marvel comics, to take us off in another random direction, is um, <laughs> death basically means nothing at this point. Every character is always brought back. So when I hear that a character has died in the comics, I'm just like, uh huh. I want to learn how they died, what the circumstances were how that happened if it was an interesting read and then when they inevitably get brought back how does that happen as well <laughs> you know yeah. like it's it's 
not just a spoiler. That's the important. Like part. the it, like the, the story's telling loop, I guess, would be with that kind of thing. Yeah. There is obviously a loop with that kind of thing, which is which is interesting. With this is continuing on this tangent, so I'm gonna just go with it. Um, but which is interesting, like thinking of the Marvel universe from the cinematic cinematic side of things as well, mm. because that's very that's very definite. Yeah. It's very it's very specific and very definite, so everything that happens will stay that way. Yeah. Um, unless they do go full comics, and then we end up like a hundred films later, mm. um, or a hundred film series, books, whatever later games. Um, but I think it's really interesting, like comparing the two for sure, like comparing the context. Like I mean, you can compare this back to Pokemon very easily. Um, I, I love I love the idea that obviously with Marvel comics it is very like random and anything can happen I mean the what if stuff is pretty much what the comics are as a whole effectively <laughs> yeah. except they were just like let's be a bit more crazy and weird like let's take the established characters and change those established characters like, in a crazy way like crazier than normal <laughs> yeah. um, and then the movies are like alright we're gonna work out our own version of these things tied loosely to the source material um it's almost like I, I, I like I like Pokemon because it's almost the opposite of like the games came first, mm. and then they had to make something of a story from it almost because yeah. let's be honest, Pokemon as a story like from the games perspective is non-existent. I mean, less so now. No, nowadays um, it's more built. On there's the story more. For there's sure. more involved and there's more to it. Um, I would actually argue uh, that it's got a better story than the anime because the anime is just cyclical. Ash learns. I mean. To be fair, like well, I said, I haven't kids. seen the anime, but apparently, yeah, I know. Uh, because it's, it's for, for kids, children. it's yeah. Because it's for kids, it's very restricted. Like, I'm not saying it's young adult. I'm saying it's literally for kids. It's like yeah, young adult fiction can sure. be really complex and interesting. This is a, a little bit more simple. Um, this this is why I loved Detective Pikachu, which I'm not going to go too much into. But they deal with some more adult themes in that, mm. which I think is brilliant and really interesting to see that context in like almost like a, a real world Pokemon scenario. Yeah, um, it, it does it really well. I think um, it was really interesting to see and why I think it's why it's done so well because it's obviously old people that grew up with Pokemon yeah. are older now, um, and there's and then obviously so obviously they've grown up and having the context shift to something a bit more of a higher sort of age group obviously the film's designed so it can be watched by kids as well mm. but like there's context stuff in there that is more adult themed and things yeah um which is interesting and i love how they did that i mean th that's why that's why i'm enjoying like going back to marvel what they've done with like the uh like the defenders and stuff like that mm. um still need to get back into watching daredevil uh i haven't finished it yet um <gasps> But like they took like these ideas of the comic that might have been a little bit darker and just rolled with it and just went with it. Mm. And these are the, these are the things that the kids probably won't see um, that are loosely tied to everything, but it's still part of that universe. And it, it scratches the itch of people that may want something a bit darker or a bit more gray. Yeah. Because um, fucking DC ain't doing it. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, they're trying <laughs> to, but not very well. Yes, there. That's what. I'm, sorry, DC aren't doing it well. Yeah. Oh, I, I mean, see. That could mean, change. Yeah. That. I, I focused on the wrong part of your sentence. Um, yeah, I know we've gone wildly off tangent, but I'm just kind of letting it happen because we almost wrapped up talking about the movie way too early. <laughs> I mean, this movie, this movie is very simple in what it is because it, it's it is a kids movie. Yeah. Um. So I think it that's fine. Yeah. Because um, it is it was very easy just to sort of blaster it because it's 
it's not overly complicated it's not like it's not something you pick apart as a result of that hmm. so it's just a good time I mean, um, you could do this. It's not, and then it is. <laughs> you, you um, could do. You could do a big message about how Mew represents everything that Mewtwo isn't, in that he's more childlike and happy, and he's all about love. But Mewtwo is more about, oh no, genetics and power. All right, if we're fucking getting into this, <laughs> it's the whole nature versus nurture thing. Yes, yeah, dude. <laughs> well, go on. I'll Obviously, go Mew is a free-spirited character, um, whereas um, Mewtwo is like stuck in having been created specifically to be a thing and created by people and as a result his disdain for such things like who am i what am i yeah um, the the beginning of his movie is you know, surprisingly existential where he's just like it's very why have i been made <laughs> you know like it's like oh damn. i just can't help i just can't help but think like where they were like oh you come from you like, are they mother my father i'm thinking oh yeah this is very existential <laughs> yeah and then it's like hard cut to Ash at a picnic. <laughs> it's like, oh. Yeah, it's it's so strange, like the tone of this movie. Or like, and then once it go, once it follows the main people, it's like, all right, well, that's the tone of the movie from now on. Then yeah, but you can they definitely make sure that you know you understand where Mewtwo's coming from, and um, like I said, like even though it, it's like not necessarily young adult, it's more aimed towards kids. They always make sure to have a story in there for like. Yeah, which I mean, I, I, always, I was going to say for I adults, always... but like you, people underestimate how much kids think and understand as well. Like, yeah, you forget when you were a kid, you were thinking about this kind of stuff. Maybe not in the same terms, but you were still thinking about it. Mm. So one of the things I always appreciate with like um, shows like this and like uh, or movies and shows like this, um, because they're it's the, the people behind these things are very tele- intelligent. To make something that is designed for children, mm. but also have enough context and information in there to keep someone who's older interested. Yeah, because there's there's gonna be like so many like parents or like older siblings that are watching these things with younger kids, like their children or their siblings or whatever, and like they're not gonna be interested in this. But like putting enough intrigue in there for them, mm. without jeopardizing the child the children's movie or show or whatever it must be very difficult it's like, and it, it, it is very cool to see people do it so well and it's mm. honestly bravo <laughs> like it's incredible to see it's like when it's the idea of you're watching a, a kid's movie on the telly with your family and you're like i'm not i'm not really watching the movie but then you realize that you've been staring at the screen for 45 minutes and you're like oh i'm yeah. invested in this movie what the fuck yeah <laughs> it's important it's, to get that it's when they I don't think, say they don't say kids movies are kids movies they say they're family movies that are all audience yes. movies yes for sure because it, it's just like it, and i feel like people like us as well who are really into animation and stuff and really enjoy watching animation mm. um it's obviously it's kind of cheating a little bit for us because mm. we'll watch it because it's, it's animated well but yeah I, I remember like there was a show um back when uh back when i lived with my entire family obviously i had a lot of younger brothers i was the oldest and um uh, one of the shows they would watch was a show on Cartoon Network called Chowder, and it was like a whole like food themed um, show, and it was really weird and wacky and dumb. But there was a lot of like humor in it, which was like pun based, and it was really clever, and yeah. it made me laugh so often um, because it was just random. It was like that random humor out of nowhere, kind of unexpected. 
uh, humor or like um, just like the repetitive kind of like thing. Like I remember a specific joke. One of the first times, like I I, I think I experienced like a pun of this nature was uh, uh, one of the characters was really excited about something, and then someone responded by like, "All right, all right, hold your horses." And then it cuts back to the character, and he's holding two tiny little horses under his arms, <laughs> and they're going no, <laughs> and he just stood there blank faced, and that's oh, going killed me. I mean, um, my my yeah. my example probably skews a little bit younger, but I mean, Hey Doggy is a legitimately amazing show. <laughs> <laughs> I love when my nieces come over, or I guess used to come over, and um, watch Hey Doggy because I'm just like, do you want to watch Hey Doggy? And they're like, yeah, and I'm like, oh yeah, you do, and then. <laughs> One of my nieces once was like, I think you want to watch Hey Doggy. And I'm like, <laughs> no. No. I mean, I watched, I think the main thing I watched, like, because I had my, my, my youngest brother at the time. He's not my youngest brother anymore. Um, but uh, he used to watch a lot of Spongebob. Mm. It's one of the reasons I like Spongebob is because I watched it alongside him. And Dude, I Spongebob. As well because a lot of the humor in it was really good. I used to tell my dad he laughed um, at all of the wrong places in Spongebob. And yeah. then I went back and rewatched Spongebob and went, oh, wait. <laughs> Oh wait, no, I guess it's, it it's the same thing though. It's like unexpected. I think that's my favorite thing. It's like the unexpected subverting expectations based yeah. humor, which is why uh, the current show Anti Donna. Uh, well, the guys from Anti Donna did a show on Netflix, which is really good, and I watched it last night, and it was very fun. Hmm. Um, for that similar kind of reason, uh, just throwing that in there because that's relevant to me right now. I don't know anything about um, them, but I've seen the trailer, and I'm just like. I don't know what this is, but it's completely weird and abstract, and it's making a lot of really serious boring people angry, so I love it. I've showed you some of their work before, the Bigoted Bill and uh, Taking the Register as well was another one of theirs. Hmm. Other person taking the register. Person taking the register? Here. Oh, that? Yeah, 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 Ben. Yes. (laughs) Good. I didn't realise it was Ben. (laughs) Interesting. I think my favourite joke from that was like, my dad looks expectantly across the room to see an empty chair. <laughs> God. Um, bringing it back to uh, Pokemon, though, there's a part in the movie at the end where uh, Mewtwo says his inspirational quote and then flies off and he takes all of the uh, um, tattoo boys with him. And mm. I like when Squirtle flew off, flew off as well and he was like, Squirtle? Squirtle! 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 <laughs> What's happening to me? Yeah. Um... Also, Clone Pikachu was like, Bye, sorry I beat the shit out of you, okay, we cool, bye. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did you notice Clone Pikachu had um, slightly different uh, ears? Ears, yeah. Yeah. He had like spiky ears, yeah. and then uh, normal Pikachus were like flat, sort of like lines. Yeah. Do you know how to tell a male and female Pikachu apart, friend? By their tail! Yes! Um, but yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. Uh, and then. Uh, <laughs> I said, yeah, it probably is best to wipe the memory of a ten-year-old boy who died and came back from the dead. Yeah, <laughs> probably. Probably a mercy. <laughs> Even though when he came back, he was just like, huh, I'm okay now. <laughs> I like to think that there was some sort of deep and existential dread. It was like hard cut to him like ten years later, and he's just like... <sighs> I drink like, Drinking heavily, yeah. and... Oh, God. <laughs> um... And then my next note was, well, that was a good cry. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, <laughs> oh, what's the context for this again? Um, where he was just up really high up in the air, and he was just like, this was, yeah, I don't know why this is so far down in my notes, but when Mewtwo was doing the trainer battles, 
Um, two Pokemon really high up in the air, and then Mewtwo just says, Use seismic toss. And he just gets fucking <laughs> dunked into the ground, like. Yeah, just fucking off. dunks him, yeah. I was like, oh, that's brutal. Um. I think for some reason some of my notes here are at the bottom when they should have been in the middle. Uh, for instance, I yelled, I want to hug Pikachu. Uh, and then also did Ash just try to punch Mewtwo. That, would, that, that, must, yeah. Yeah, that must have been in the hall scene. So yeah. yeah. And then leave Mew alone, angry face. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... <laughs> and finally, I love that Mewtwo's super serious existential crisis was being argued against with just... Mew, 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 smiley face. <laughs> <laughs> you don't understand what is life, what is the nature of living. I was created by humans. And then Mew's just like, mew, 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 mew. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I agree with Mew. But yeah, I, I, just, I just love the little cutaways of Mew, like flying around and stuff. They're oh, he's fun. best, isn't he? He's messing, when he's messing with the little like windmill, and he sits on it, and then he slowly slides off of it. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Man, I always just viewed Mew as like, oh, he's like really mythical and rare and that's cool, but now whenever I see him in game, I'm just going to be like, he, he, look at him. He will be mine. <laughs> the reason he's good in the games is because he can learn any type move, but, you know. Mm. Now I realise it's actually because he's an adorable boy. He is an adorable boy, you are correct. Even though he's technically genderless because he's legendary. Mm-hmm. And he's going to hug him. And he's basically just a flying naked cat. <laughs> yeah, I've never really considered that before, but that's what he is. And he's very cat-like, yeah. I watched. Okay, so now's a good place to talk about this actually. But I watched a really, really long, like two-hour lore video of the Pokemon games, which was like chronological order of the lore from the beginning of time to where we are now. Right. And it's one of the most confusing videos I ever watched, and it actually made me dislike the story a bit uh, because Yikes. they were like. Because they were like, "There's multiple universes," and I was like, "Okay." Yeah, they, no, 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 one no, no, of the no, issues no, with that on. is they go back and forth a lot. They were like, sure. it, it, "It's worse than that." They were like, "There are multiple universes." I was like, "Okay," and they were like, "And that's just one reality. In the other reality, yeah. there's also multiple universes." I was like, "Jesus Christ!" All right, it's worse than the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Good lord, <laughs> uh, not cinematic. Yeah. Sorry, Marvel comic book universe. But yeah, it was basically just like. And, and this was just all fan theory stuff anyway, not really officially, it's not never really been officially put together. And my favourite thing was at the very end of the video they were like, and that leaves us with Pokemon Sword and Shield. We don't know where Gigantamaxing fits in with the rest of it, so we're going to call it a third reality. And I was just like... Oh, for fuck's sake. Alright, <laughs> okay. It's it, That's like the whole, like... Like, the, almost like, there's there's things in certain in certain franchises or certain series or like books or whatever well they use a thing that's almost like a get out of jail free card mm. like i had i mean i before i watched doctor who i heard a lot of people being like oh so the sonic screwdriver is just there because it to avoid plot points and i'm like i mean it's not now that i've watched it that's that's a bit of a shit way to look at it um <laughs> well they uh, almost gave like, him a red I setting like... which could let him zap through walls so i'm glad they didn't do that in the end <laughs> yeah um, but like, I, I just love. There's always like something in these. That's like, it's just a cop out almost. But like, yeah, I, I don't mind them as long as they make sense in the universe. Yeah. Um, but like being like uh, dimensions, ooh, it's like right. <laughs> but how do those dimensions come about? How how do you even I think... perceive them? How do you know about them? Is it just like why not just say they're just completely separate from each other and leave it at that? Yeah. Like, 
I think um, what, what's the wrong with not? With... Why why does everything have to be connected? <laughs> I think the main issue with multiverses stuff in Pokemon is um, I've never really played the end of Sun and Moon, but there was a whole bunch of stuff where uh, the I legendary Pokemon yeah, you were, it got weird. The legendary Pokemon were from like multi, from like different multiverses and stuff like that. Yeah. Not different multiverses, it, it, but different universes. I remember I remember part of the story where I was like portals and shit were opening up and like weird Pokemon were coming. I don't think through, I even got to that like, point, but yeah. It it was it was weird. Um, um, Pokemon look cool though. Hmm. That was that was. They were all like cosmic Pokemon. They looked ultra very beasts, cool. I think. But yeah. Um, yeah. And um, I've just started getting them in the Pokemon Sword DLC, and I'm just like, oh, you're weird. <laughs> like um, like the one I sent you, which is just a giant mouth <laughs> and tentacles. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah. It's like weird, like eldritch monsters. <laughs> yeah, but I forget what my original point was. I was talking about. Um, the story. wider story of Pokemon. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I watched it. I watched it. Oh yeah, that was it. I watched a giant timeline video on it. And basically, in every reality, as far as we know, uh, Mews are just like what Arceus populated the world with. Mew is basically the troll, the World of Warcraft troll, or the uh, I guess uh-huh. real life human. Uh, but you know what I mean, like just like and oh, then that's that like just the evolved creature. into everything else. I don't know if it evolved into everything else. Um, I just know that they are basically considered extinct, and that's why Mew is such like a rare mythical Pokemon. I mean, I can see that making sense because he is very much just like a pink fleshy thing. Yeah. Like, there's not much, like, he's just there, kind of like, he's just a thing, like a very sort of clean, like, thing. Yeah. You know? But Mew, cute. I want to I wanna grab a Mew and give it a good old cuddle, good old squish. I never considered Mew cute before this movie, but goddamn. Oh, I always thought Mew was cute. Well, I guess, as in, I just never considered it cuter than other Pokemon. I just thought, oh, you know, Pokemon are cute, Mew is cute, whatever. He's not only the most powerful, he's probably the most cutest. No, that's Bulbasaur. That's where his power stems from. No, 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 that's Bulbasaur. But he's up there. Shut up. No. No, I'm gonna hug my Bulbasaur now. Hello, Bulbasaur. Give me a hug. Good, good, good Bulbasaur. Good catch. I am an adult. Um. Use a solar beam. <laughs> no, <laughs> cabbage. No. <laughs> I I got a Bulbasaur in Pokemon Sword, and I called it Lettuce. I'm keeping up the theme, even if it doesn't make necessarily make sense. Is the next one Cauliflower? Uh, cauliflower makes sense for like a Venusaur, so sure. I was gonna go for um, mm. Broccoli, but Broccoli, Broccoli and Cauliflower are very similar though, so it works. So, I guess. I guess that's this movie very chaotically podcasted, then. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just filling a lot of the space with what works, I guess. Yeah, and uh, I've still got Viking brain, so again, I, I wasn't just very well Just silently prepared. screaming in your head. Yeah. Well, you see, Reese, we only raise the villages of the people we don't like, and, and we spare all of the people who aren't soldiers, so it's fine. We're allowed to do it. It's oh, that's morally fine. fine. Um, Lieutenant Pillage. <laughs> it's really good. It's funny though because um, the main character of that game, um, he's not like, I am a Viking. He he more talks like this. Uh, that's actually a really bad impression of him. But he's a lot more like softer spoken, um, and like he's blonde as well. I always view. Um, I know it, hair color doesn't really matter, but I always viewed Vikings as like these dark haired, like really dark bearded, like burly beasts of men. And I was like, huh, I'm not sure I like. 
I'm not, I'm not sure how I feel about this character. He feels like a Viking light, almost. Mm-hmm. And then I got mm-hmm. to the point in the game where they were like, hey, you can change his hair colour if you want. And I previewed the dark hair option, and I looked at it for ages, and I went, nope, I like Ivor as he is. <laughs> and now I really like the character. <laughs> He's grown on me. <laughs> anyway, that was uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Pictures without pictures. Reese, what are we watching next week? Actually, not next week. Sorry, I need to mention this. We're not doing a podcast next week. Reese is learning <gasps> this right now. I'm working... On a Monday. How dare you? Can you imagine do having to do work on a Monday? I'll be there done do by it. like midday, but also I won't have time to like watch a movie and I'll probably be very tired, so we're not doing a podcast next week. But for the week after, what movie are we going to watch? Well, allow me to look it up because I haven't prepared one because I'm uh, about as unprepared as you are. I see. But you're not a Viking, you're a guardian. A guardian yeah. who uses powers of the light, right? Yeah. He's been playing Destiny 2 while I've I been have. playing Assassin's Creed Valhalla. It's for been grand. I'm gonna vamp. For those of you who 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 are aren't aware, I got my Xbox this week and I've been playing lots uh, of that. And it's cool. And it's very it's very good console. It, it, it load thing very fast. I loaded I booted it up uh, early no last night and I was like I'm going to play some Forza and it just immediately quick resumed into a Forza game I had left from like two days ago and I was like oh damn it's very alright nice. friend just because alright this is just because I was talking to Molly about um and I was doing a really bad Arnie impression but Terminator oh yes this is like one of the movies I've not this is like one of the movies that I consider up there of movies that so, everyone always references and that I should have seen by now. So this is your perfect boots, for this your podcast. clothes, and your motorcycle. Um, uh, interesting tidbit about the original Terminator. It is, I just checked. Um, interesting thing about the so original Terminator. Uh, oh my god. Uh, yeah, interesting thing about the original Terminator. Uh, What's an interesting thing from. about the original Terminator? Is? That's where I get my name from. Oh. Uh, I'm named after Carl Reese. Oh, I didn't know that. There you go. I've known you there for you all these years. I can't That's believe you I were from. you were lying to me for all this time. <laughs> <laughs> Your name's not um, Reese. Yeah, it's Carl. Yeah, we'll be watching. Uh, yeah, we'll be watching that. So this film came out in 1984. Okay, by the way. I look. F- oh, so it's so it's, um, so, so it's uh, an 80s by, film. Written by um. Oh my fucking god. Brain, please. 1984 book. I should know this. I'm, I'm an English student, or I was. Oh, so this movie was written by George Orwell? Okay. I think oh. this is done. This podcast is over. 1984, it's the book he, he wrote. Um, oh, yeah, that was a thing that came out. But yeah, it's an 80s film. I'm going to be watching Terminator. All I know about Terminator... I'm now it gets weird after the third one. I'm or now, from the third one. I'm now concerned, but I don't know this from Terminator, but somewhere else. Hasta la vista, baby. That's Terminator 2, my guy. So you'll Well, be I was almost one. right. Uh, yeah, I guess. But it's fine, because after that film, they get kind of crap. So Prepare for <laughs> lots of really bad Arnold Schwarzenegger impressions in the next episode of Pictures of Help Pictures. I, I, just, I, I just prefer... That's, I think that's one of the first things he says. Clothes in your motorcycle. <laughs> it's one of the first things he says. It's brilliant. All right. Yeah, I'm sure Molly will want to watch Terminator with me as well. Yes. She loves Terminator. She fucking loves Terminator. 
<laughs> Don't you, Molly? She said, mm hmm. That sounds like a solid review from me. A <laughs> solid review, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. We'll be watching Terminator, the 1984 Terminator movie. Cool. Alright, well, I will see you there, and I'm going to mute my microphone and force you to do the outro. Bye. Oh, well, that's just rude. How could you? You're not muted, you lied to me. I see you over there. I'm muted on the stream. <laughs> oh, so it means that they don't know. Oh, so I can hear you and they can't. Well, he's saying some horrible things to me right now. And I don't Reese really, is such I a don't wonderful really appreciate person. that. I like you so oh, much. I, just, I'm, I think I'm going to cry while I do this outro. Thank you so much for uh, watching or listening to Pictures Without Pictures. Uh, even though it was a chaotic mess, as we already said. Uh... So yeah, uh, as Christian already said, break for next week, but the week after we'll be uh, going over the Terminator, the, the very yes. first one, and uh, yeah, it'll be a great old time. So um, see you there, and I hope you have a lovely evening. Oh, you did like an actual proper outro, I wasn't expecting